Welcome to Casting About, an occasional audio podcast produced by the Lincoln City Libraries in Lincoln, Nebraska. Casting About features book reviews, news, and commentaries from staff members throughout our library system. I'm Scott from the Downtown Library, and I'll be your host for this episode. Joining me today are Lisa and Becky, both from the Walt Branch Library. And it's been a while since we had a recording session for Casting About, um, so we're going to be trying out some new staff at new different locations that maybe didn't participate in these before. So we would definitely like to um, welcome Lisa for this particular episode. And and Hello. because you're you're new to our podcasting, we'll let you take the first shot. Okay. What, what, what have you got to tell us today? So. Well, Hello, I'm Lisa from Walt Branch Library, and I normally do the preschool story time and Tales and Rhyme story time, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you can access story time um, materials if the library happens to be closed. The resource that I was going to talk to you about is called Tumble Books. Some of the kids who already go to school may be familiar with Tumble Books through their media center. But you can also access Tumble Books through the Lincoln City Libraries website, which is lincolnlibraries.org. And I'll explain a little bit of how many buttons you have to push <laughs> in, to get to Tumble Books. When you go to lincolnlibraries.org, if you go to the Kids and Teens tab and then scroll down and hit Kids, then further down on the list, you can select Tumble Books. Now pay attention when you go down that list to select Tumble Books. There are a lot of other resources that you could click on that you can come back to and um, check out on another day. So this is not like, say, the adult databases where you have to enter in your card number and your PIN number? Right. Excellent. Tumble Books, you just do a click and you get right onto their site. And then Tumble Books has expanded what they all have on their site so you get the choices across the top of the tumble books page to pick from storybooks read-alongs nonfiction, videos language learning playlists and puzzles and games it's a great menu of different items. Yeah, I know that the station we have set up for people to use it when they're in the library at Ben and Martin gets a lot of use. And one of the best things about the Tumble Books is the book itself is animated. So it's like watching a little movie, but then it also follows, the, the cursor follows the words on the bottom of the page. So if you have a beginning reader or maybe a reluctant reader or an ELL student, this would be a great resource that they can follow along and read aloud as the book is reading or Tumble Books is reading aloud to them. Some of the books that I've found on Tumble Books page are books that we've read at our story times. Oh, excellent. One of them is Down to the Sea with Mr. McGee. It's a Chris Van Dusen book, and he's the author and the illustrator of that story. And I know that we've done that in story time when we talk about rhyming. Um, also, Dino Train by Deb Lund is available on Tumble Books. And a favorite, Goodnight Construction Site. Sherry <laughs> Dusky Rinker has that book available on Tumble Books. Do you have any other electronic resources you wanted to mention? Yes, as I was searching for books on Tumble Books, I found it was new for me. I don't know how long it's been there, but it's called Tumble Tunes. So you can access some Tumble Tunes, which are nursery rhymes, and it plays a little video, and the lyrics of the nursery rhymes go along the bottom of the screen so you can read along or sing along with that. 
And I would also mention that that is one of the biggest questions we get from parents who come to Storytime is, where did you get that song? Or what is that song that you were singing? (laughs) Because the kids want to replicate it at home. Uh And we new songs are coming out all the time, so they don't always know what is going on. And I'd also like to mention that Tumble Books is not just for preschoolers or kids who have not gone to school yet. They would also be great for primary grades. You can access, when you click on a book to be read, you can access the reading level. Oh, excellent. And a lot of them hit kindergarten, first, and second grade. Okay. Very good. Becky, what have you got to talk to us? Oh, I've got a lovely sort of a coffee table size book here called Supreme Glamour by Mary Wilson with Mark Bago. You may recognize the name Mary Wilson. As a teenager, she formed a singing group with two of her neighborhood friends, Diane and Florence, and they were originally called the Primettes, and then they became the Supremes, one of Motown's biggest selling groups, one of the biggest selling girl groups ever in popular music. And so Mary has um, combined with Mark Bego, who is uh, a best-selling author. He's written 65 books on rock and roll and show business. So he pretty much knows what he's doing in this regard. And Mary has also written a couple of books herself previously. But this is just kind of a really nice look at all the different outfits that the Supremes wore during their career. So is this classified in the fashion It section? is classified in, yes, it actually is, like um, wardrobe, costuming type stuff. Uh, not in the rock and roll music section, but I think it could be in either one because it actually gives a whole lot of information about the formation of the group, they're touring, the different recordings they've done, how the group kind of formed and then changed over time, and obviously Diana. And in the entire book, Mary refers to her as Diane. So <laughs> I found that intriguing right there, and she never explains, but I'm assuming that Diana was maybe Diana's choice herself, or Barry Gordy or somebody wanted to just pump up her name a little bit. But, I mean, basically it's got wonderful photographs of so many of their uh, outfits, their gowns and their, their more fun outfits, and kind of how styles have changed from the very beginning of the 60s throughout the 70s and then a little bit beyond that. And so she's got much detail about the materials and the embellishments that are used, um, and give some facts about when they were worn, at what performances and different things, and who designed them. And I just, I loved it. It was just so much fun to look through. And, and like I say, you get a lot of information about the group and kind of the music business at the time that they formed and then became internationally famous and popular and best-selling and so forth. And I would actually recommend that um, to do anything online, we have the resources Hoopla, which you can get a lot of music and videos on. I was going to say, so you can revisit oldies or pretty much all kinds of music styles. I was going to say, I was just checking our online catalog, and not only do we have CDs, but uh, over 20 different albums that you can listen to um, as a soundtrack to the, the book while you're reading it. So. Yeah, I would highly recommend. And we we have other materials. Obviously, we have our Poly Music Room at the Bennett Martin Library. Um, so there's lots of 
biographical and historical information on music and musicians besides music uh, books themselves, sheet music? Well, and um, if you check our catalog or check with our music librarian, uh, I'm sure we probably have um, biographies of these specific people in the Supremes group um, that would be a nice complement to this particular fashion volume. So, again, what, can you tell us what the title it and the authors were? Supreme Glamour by Mary Wilson and Mark Bego. And is that a relatively new release, something within it, the last it, year or two? We just acquired it at the end of last year. Excellent. I've seen that on the displays downtown, and, and it really is quite eye-catching. Yes, it is. Well, I have a trio of things that all sort of tie together, and part of the reason that I picked this is that here we are in relatively early in 2020 um, as we record this, and the first few things that I read in the beginning of the um, new year in January that really stuck with me as, as five-star reviews, that kind of thing, were both graphic novels. And one of the graphic novels that I enjoyed uh, at the beginning of the year was a graphic novel called They Called Us Enemy, which is by George Takei, the Star Trek actor who played Mr. Sulu. He co-wrote this uh, with two other authors, uh, Justin Isinger and Stephen Scott, and then he, it's basically a graphic novel with art by Harmony Becker. For those any, anybody who's perhaps not aware of his background, uh, obviously he's famous for being uh, Mr. Sulu, uh, but he, in more recent years, in his senior years, has become sort of an internet phenomenon. Uh, he has a, a huge following on Facebook and Twitter and all the other uh, social media channels. Uh, and he uses that to educate people about his personal family's life experiences. During World War II, uh, when he was just a small child um, and had a, a younger brother, uh, his family was one of the Japanese families that was put into a Japanese internment camp after the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor in, in 1941. Uh, and he has spent much of the rest of his um, life trying to educate the public on what happened during that time period. The I wouldn't call them atrocities necessarily, but the degradation that the Japanese people, uh, especially the Japanese people who were quite loyal to the United States and, and many of whom had only lived their entire lives in the United States and just had a genetic background of being Japanese, he, he really wants to point out that this is a kind of shameful chapter in American history. Right. It, admittedly, there were a lot of things going on that caused President um, Roosevelt at that time to um, issue an edict that caused all the people of Japanese-American descent uh, to be put into um, basically Camps, uh, but the the behavior of the guards, the behavior of everybody else in society at that point, uh, really was quite negative. This graphic novel, uh, which has beautiful artwork, um, basically tells a snapshot, um, sort of jumping backward and forward in time, starting with George Takei in modern era giving a TED talk at. Mm. Thomas Jefferson's home and uh, basically talking um, to his audience about his experiences, backing up then to the 1940s period and, and exploring uh, what it was like uh, to live in those times and be Japanese-American at that time. Uh, it's, it's a very emotional story. The artwork, while black and white, um, is extremely detailed. Uh, there's a lot of humor, however. Uh, one of the, the coping mechanisms that he and his sibling had um, in this 
this was that they had senses of humor and their jokes and their humor comes through um, and it is a, a story of perseverance so um, if you're interested at all in in the background of his family um, and the experiences of the Japanese Americans during World War II in the internment camps I would recommend this as, as something you can read there's a tied-in volume however and that is a couple of years ago uh, he turned his life story into a Broadway show uh, called Allegiance which basically was a somewhat fictionalized version of what he and his family went through whereas the book they called us enemy is truly his life story allegiance is more of sort of generalized here are the experiences that the japanese americans went through in the internment camps uh it basically started in san diego and then got a short run on broadway so it actually was a broadway hit and they did release a soundtrack uh in which george himself plays um, a, a senior um looking back at the time period of the 1940s um, and Leah Salonga is the lead actress in this particular musical and, and the library does have Allegiance as a um, CD uh, unfortunately I don't believe we have it as a downloadable file but if you um, can stick with the CD as your format uh, it is a wonderful musical um, it has uh, a lot of peppy songs it also takes a, a serious look at the experiences of the people um, especially of Japanese descent at that time and also highlights some of the Caucasians who tried to help them out. Um, it was a very entertaining musical. Um, I had the, the privilege of being able to see it when they showed a, a live streaming, well not live, it was a recording, but it was a streaming version um, that played in, in theaters such as the Lincoln Grand here in Lincoln um, a couple of years ago and it was really a very impressive musical. I would love to see that as a touring show show up here in Lincoln or Omaha at some point. Last but not least, only just as a side note um, on the George Takei uh, um, category, there are two biographies of George out. One is not in the library's collection any longer and deals with his time period only on Star Trek um, and and for anybody that's a Star Trek fan I encourage you to track that one down but one that we do have in the library is a biography that he put out shortly after he became very active on the internet and it is titled Oh My There Goes the Internet by George oh Takei Oh My um, and in that he talks he has multiple chapters about how people convinced him to get onto the internet and have a presence there and the things that he was learning as he suddenly became technologically educated. Uh, it also talks about his background um, in acting. It talks about his um, activism as a um, man who is homosexual. And it also talks in some chapters about his uh, Japanese-American background and the World War II um, storyline that um, we've talked about already in the episode. So if you're at all interested in him as an actor, this book, The Oh My, is actually a very entertaining one. And there is a sequel out, uh, which the library doesn't have, um, which follows up on his internet adventures. Um, if, if you are interested in him at all and you don't follow him online, follow him on Twitter and Facebook. He's got a very active presence on the internet and it's just interesting watching somebody from the Star Trek era um, who is still extremely uh, vibrant and active right. on, the, on the internet at this point. So, Either of you have anything further you'd like to add for this episode? No, I was going to bring up the Broadway show but you brought it up yep. allegiance so you you've listened to the album i have listened to it i've listened to him refer to that several times mm -hmm. online good music huh? yeah so um, they had a marvelous cast for that one i believe everybody that was in the d uh san diego cast carried over into the broadway cast and it's one of my favorite albums to listen to in in recent years well uh thank you all for joining us for another episode of casting about 
For the you in the audience, we ask that you please remember you can subscribe to receive Casting About in your RSS feed, and you can leave comments about this or any other library podcast by visiting our website at https colon slash slash lincolnlibraries.org slash category slash podcasts. The next time you're casting about for something good to read, listen to, or watch, visit your local library in person or online. Thank you.